stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Um, It's nearly Christmas. It's one week to go. And some of us, uh, and now if you don't celebrate Christmas, I'm going to wish you a happy holidays. And I uh, really hope that you get the most out of the holiday break. And hopefully um, everybody's going to get a little bit of time off just to down tools because this year has been an extraordinarily hectic year. If you do celebrate Christmas and you are looking for that last minute gift, today I'm chatting with James Clancy, who's one of the owners of Scarlet and Grace. And they do amazing things like uh, candles, diffusers, hand creams, and just a whole lot of really, really, really beautiful stuff. And it's all made from natural products and really clean ingredients. And I tell you what, I love the product. So here's a here's an opportunity to say, mm, actually, that's that thing I want. Now I know what I'm going to get, Auntie Mary or whoever you haven't bought for yet. Um, I really love this conversation. And it, James gives a lot of, you know, thoughts on business as well as talking about their products and talking about why clean candles is important and clean products is important. Uh, by the way, it's 100% Australian ingredients as well. So you're really going to love this episode and um, let's dig in. So welcome, James. Thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm so glad I got you. I Recently, it was in October, we had uh, some of your products for our Girls with Hammers conference. And I tell you what, when when we lifted them up as the next prize, you should have seen the faces. You know, it was kind of, I want that, I want that. Oh, good. Um, That's what we like. We like uh, those reactions. <laughs> so for anybody listening, we're talking about a Scarlet and Grace candle and some hand cream. And um, Scarlet and Grace is local to Gippsland. And it's, uh, wow, we're going to talk about it more, guys. But if you haven't had yourself a Scarlet and Grace candle or a diffuser, well, and anything else, you, you, the, the, the smell, I'm going to call them smells. You'll probably be more specific and call them scents and mixtures and tones and God knows what, but they are beautiful. They are absolutely beautiful. So, so thank you, James, for supporting Girls with Hammers for a start, but. um, No problem at all. Oh. We love your products, but oh, so thank you. <laughs> let's talk about it. And because it's Christmas, guys, um, here's a good opportunity if you're thinking about that last gift that you can't figure out what to get. By God, get a Scarlet and Grace candle because, God, they're good. Anyway, I'm just going to keep raving if I don't get into the interview. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, like I said, candles, diffusers, room sprays, body care, you know, a whole lot of stuff. And it, as I've said, it is beautiful. And we'll talk about why it's so damn, so damn ethical and good soon. But how did Scarlet and Grace start? What was the journey behind it? 
Um, so back in 2016, um, we had a family holiday with my yeah, extended family and immediate family um, to Marimula. Um, my brother-in-law and sister, uh, sorry, my brother and sister-in-law had had just moved into their first house together. Yeah. Um, we gifted, obviously, a lot of those sorts of products. Yeah. Um, Caitlin probably wasn't as happy with the quality out there and what was, you know, yes, love the gift, but functionally the way it, it burnt or worked or smelt or whatever wasn't, you know, wasn't up to her standards. So the, the conversation was had with the family that, you know, our wives and et cetera like to use these products and let's try and do it better. Um, oh, I love so it. That's, yeah, that was the first sort of conversation. And by after a lot of, you know, testing and trial and error and, and perfecting our products before we went to, out into the marketplace, um, the first products hit our first retailer shelves about today, actually, in 2018. I believe it was the 15th of December. Wow. Um, so four years ago. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just <clears throat> grown from there. So it, there's a couple of things I want to say to that. First of all, maybe we should all go to Marimbula to get to get some um, downtime to get a, a business idea. Some inspiration. But, <laughs> exactly. But but the thing that it, it's it's interesting that you say, and I love that you've said it, that it took two years to perfect. And, you know, there's sort of a, a, a misnomer, you know, if I'm going to start a business, you know, I'm just going to start it now and it'll, it'll take off. But it's rarely the case unless there's a gigantic gap that people are searching for, you know. But And I think yes. we've got to be prepared to spend that time, you know, to... Yeah, I, I mean, we all worked and had, did other things. So it wasn't as if we could just spend all our days working on that. So it took some time and some effort. Um, I, I wouldn't say, yes, our products worked well and were, were great first up, but we have made some improvements since then. Yeah. Um, you know, don't be afraid to to keep improving it and making it better all the time. Um, so yeah, it's it's always we're always trying to improve little things and, and make them better again. So yeah, and I agree with you. And I think that the that the sometimes we'll make our first prototype of anything, you know, or the first go of something, and it's kind of. It, usually it's shit. Let's be honest. If you're not you're not a good business person, <laughs> the first one wasn't shit, and it, and it's kind of like then we're like. So many people say, well, that was a failure. What's the point? I only give up, you know, and it's it's yes. so worth hanging in there. Did you have any of those thoughts? Like were there thoughts that oh, went around I'm, your family? Of course, um, you know, and but you learn from those those errors or those mistakes or, geez, that one didn't work right. What did we do wrong? Well, you know, that was a wick size or what or a certain ingredient that we mixed and used wasn't right you know whatever it was you just had to keep going and and getting it right you know in the end and it's proven now with you know the feedback that we get from our our customers and our retailers that you know they're the best smelling and burning candles or or diffusers on the market so yeah. you know, that's yeah it just takes time and effort <laughs> you've yeah. got to keep going yeah, and, and I completely agree with them. <laughs> I think they're fantastic. Where, why? So when all these things went wrong, ah, oh, damn, the Rick's, the wick's wrong, the ah, oh, the ingredients, ah, oh, this is hard, you know, that wasn't the best thing. You must have had something sitting under the surface, like a real strong 
why, a, a real strong reason, you know, like, no, we have to continue. Because if you've all got your other jobs, they're safety nets. You know, it could be like, ah, screw it. It was a good idea, but nah. So what, what really drove you to say, no, we have to get this right? Um, well, we're as a group, so a little bit more about Scarlet and Grace, there's six owners and directors all being, um, you know, family. Um, myself and my wife, my brother and his wife, and then our mum and dad. Um, and we all, you know, play a part in business, whether it be small or large. Um, but I guess there's enough of us here that are driven enough to keep working, searching, you know, yeah. doing it right, testing things. Yes, it would be easily at, at times to, throughout a business's journey, to just give up or say, you know, I've had enough, this is too hard. Um, but the reward when you turn that corner is is amazing, you know, and the feelings that you get and the achievements, um, you know, and you don't have to... For me, it's not like you, I want everyone else to know about those achievements. It's just personally, I, you know, yeah. we've done something good here. We've made a, a good product. It, it looks good. It works good, whatever it is, or we've opened a new market somewhere else for yeah. our products. It's, yeah, the reward always outweighs, I believe, the those disappointing times or those hard times when you want to throw the towel in. I agree with you, and I think there's one one thing that I do all the time, and it's a, a physical celebration. And I, I tell people do this all the time. Whenever you get the tiniest little win, do it. Do a physical celebration, like a high five yeah. or a fist pump. Or I always go, "Yes, Cassie," you know, yeah. I do this sort of Stop thing. And, yeah, and it 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 that that tells your body, yeah, yeah, we're we're going, and it it really makes a difference. So if you just say it in your head, oh, that was good, doesn't doesn't mean anywhere near as much as a physical, you know, pump like wow, that's yep. good. And of course, having a business or, or doing something like this on your own is a little bit more lonely. Yeah, like yeah, that it, that can be very difficult. Um, it's a, when those hard times come along, there's not necessarily someone there to to help pick you up or say no it'll be right we'll fix it this way or you know to come up with a different idea yes. so I, I think if you're doing you know doing something on your own make sure there's a someone there to just get advice from help you whether it's family friends they might not be involved in the business but just to bounce ideas off or give yeah. you a little pick me up when you need it so yeah yeah, I agree. I'm, I do my business on my own, and there are days. There absolutely are days. This year has been a, a ginormous year. This is, but prior to that, was two years of hard. Was was you know hard to get traction. My partner was always like, "You get back in that office. You <laughs> get back in there. Yeah. People need you. You yeah. get back in there." So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So where did the name come from? I love Scarlet and Grace. What's the um, yeah? Everyone always asks me. Yeah. Um, Grace Kelly and Scarlett O'Hara, actually. So two strong, you know, independent women, famous in their time, um, probably before the time of, of some of your listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're both very different, one very elegant and, and classy and then one a bit more, you know, adventurous and mischievous. So that's, yeah, Scarlett and Grace, hence the name. 
I love it. And you say in the, that that's on your website, and there's a bit that you say that there's two sides to everybody. So yes. yep. and, that, and that's what you've tried to to do. I don't know. You've tried to infuse that in your products in some yes, way. So, yeah. I love it. I, I love that. And so um how do you decide on the new blends? Because I'm interested in this. Like if you say there's six of you in the in the business. Yes. And how, like, what is it? You're sitting around the table and say, gee, we need some coconut. And, you know, and then suddenly, like, how does it, how does it, how do you decide on that? Yeah. Well, I, in the start, we started with a small range. We had five different fragrances, five different scents um, in a, a large candle and our red diffuser. And that was it. So there was 10 different units. Um, now we're up to like, I don't know, it's it's over 200 skews, over 200 items. So, um, yeah, I guess we find, you know, we might get some some requests from a customer, say, or, or, or wholesalers, our retailers that are going, geez, we need something along these lines, and then we will just sit down and work on it, get different wow. things blended together and go, yeah, we like that one, or, or no, we don't like that one. So, you know, and, and then just pick that one um we'll yeah. all you know the six of us and we may you know if someone walks in the office that's that's a friend or someone we we want to ask their opinion hey what do you think of this one um we're thinking about releasing that and and then go from there um there will be you know over the years we we will release new ones each year and then some may drop off if they're not as popular you know with yeah. our customers so but yeah we'll We'll have a we we'll blend some and have a smell and generally the ones that we don't like everyone doesn't like and then yeah. it's sort of just tried to <laughs> narrow down which one's going to be the most popular. And I think it's important. It's an important thing. Like you talk about blending and and it's not just a case of we'll drop some coconut in here and some lime here and just see how we go because if it's it's got to be so subtle. Do you, and I, that's what I like about your your products is that it's. It, it's strong but subtle, if that makes sense. So it's not this um, punchy, you know, you know you can buy some of those floral ones. I hate them. Do you know they're just, they, oh. Everyone has a, a probably a fragrance profile, as we like to call it, that they like. Some will like florals, some don't. Some like yeah. fruity, fresh things, some don't. Uh, yeah. Everyone has a personal preference. Um, I, I think you'll find with some, some competitors of our products, that uh, some of the materials they perhaps use aren't maybe as pure or as you know clean as ours. So that's why ours can still smell strong, but not be overpowering, not affect those as much with yeah with the fragrance. But you can still smell it, you know, throughout the house. Yeah, so, oh, it's, and it's a beautiful, subtle smell. So when you're talking about um, using not pure. Like if they're not pure, what's the harm in that? You know, like because you can smell. I think you can smell chemicals in. Well, I can. We try to focus and try to only use the you know the best ingredients we can for our customers and for ourselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we're here making the products, and and we want everything to be you know as good as it can be for for us and our customers. So mm. we try to use everything. You know, as good as we can and made in Australia. Any of the raw materials that, that we don't make here are still made in Australia using the best ingredients. So Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Not bagging the car. I wasn't actually asking you to bag the <laughs> but, but it's a good point, you know, just to focus on you. But it, it's, I think it's important that we, you know, use pure essential oils, all the sort of stuff that we use. If we start, I just, I just think that chemicals, we've got enough chemicals in the food and, you know, in, in the air and everything else. And I think that if we're going to add extra things to our house, just to be nice, I think um, we've got to look for quality, you know. You know, like our red diffusers, a lot, lots of them are, you know, say ethanol, alcohol based, um, ours are non-toxic, non-alcohol, you know. Yeah, a cleaner, better, yeah. better ingredient. So that's just yeah, one example of where we're trying to improve. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. And I notice that a lot of your names of your products are, are like edible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can almost eat them. <laughs> Some of them are yes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend drinking your trying to eat the champagne and strawberries candle or. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, there, there is a few named after food or, or along, you know, that citrusy smell as well, lemongrass and, yeah. you know, vanillas and things like that. So, yeah, there is a few. <laughs> well, you know, you know you've got it right when you, you you smell it and you go, oh, God, I could almost eat that. Uh, that, that that's, that's a good yeah. blend. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, we have a... Um, 12 days of Christmas is the gift set we've, we've done for Christmas. It's 12 small 70-gram um, can, candles. Each one's a different fragrance. But there's things in there like sticky date pudding, apple pie, chocolate fudge, salted caramel. So there's, there's uh, if you're a sweet tooth, you're going to find a few in there that you'll want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not after too many eggnogs. People yeah. don't start digging in like a moose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So do you only produce those just at Christmas time? Like are they just a Christmas special? Uh, that one is. That one's a Christmas special. We do a limited edition um, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know, each year. But there's another one, just a single candle and or red diffuser, et cetera. Um, yeah. You know, a limited edition fragrance. Um, we had the box. We had a painting done by a local artist in Bensdale of what we wanted the, the packaging to look like and then we just we print that painting onto the onto the box so yeah yeah we do things like that as well no oh, that's good that's nice well speaking of christmas in 2016 um you know when like when you started you said it took 2 years to kick off your um you know your christmas sales weren't good so when you start when you start something and it comes christmas it's like everyone buys a candle for christmas do you know that that's you've got that kind of thought in your head and when the sales weren't that good which is probably pretty normal i'd say were you were you like if we can't sell them at christmas we're never going to sell these bloody things yeah look christmas that first christmas um when products hit the shelf in 2018 was like oh, 2018. Two, uh not even two weks before christmas i'm i'm 99 sure it was the 15th of december 2018 yeah um so we had 10 days to christmas um Look, I don't know at that point that we had any um, expectations exactly of how many we would sell because it was a brand new product you're putting into a space where there's a lot of competitors, um, mm-hmm. a lot of large competitors that have been in the game for a long time, you know, 20 years or more. Yeah. Um, 
So we probably didn't have any real expectations. It, it grew pretty good, um, you know, throughout that first year. Um, every business, I think, has a has quiet months, yeah. um, or, or a lot of businesses would. Um, you know, ours is probably January and June. Yeah. Yes, we're flat out right after Christmas. You won't hardly sell one in January. <laughs> That's yeah, just how yeah. it is. Um, we're busy to Mother's Day and then it, it dies right off until the new financial year starts. Yeah. Um, probably during COVID, there was, we had some good growth. You know, that first year, we had some good growth the second year. During COVID, there was definitely some lulls where growth had slowed. Um, you know, you're asking yourself why you you're trying to come up with you know new new plans and and marketing and goals to to keep it growing, which we did. Um, like it still still grew, but just not at the rate that it was the years before. Um, and then you know since COVID's sort of not gone away, but the restrictions have eased, and our retailers are able to open their doors. It's really grown hugely again, and and we've released some new designs. Um, in October, uh, um, some new packaging designs, which you can't even find on our website yet. Um, but sales of them for our retailers have really grown again. So, yeah, we're always working on new things, doing marketing. You have quiet periods yeah. Um, where you're yeah, questioning what you're doing and, <laughs> and what's happening, but you just, you know, find a way and keep working hard at it. So when you're talking about COVID, like that's interesting because you're saying about the retailers, but you sell them online as well, don't you? Yes. So certain areas of the business certainly grew, um, don't get me wrong, and, and it continued to grow right through that period as a whole, but there were certain areas that probably um, didn't go backwards but didn't grow like we we had seen previous yeah. um, or since. Uh, we were a bit fortunate in the way that we have a diverse range of, of retailers that we wholesale our products to. Yeah. You know, um, your lifestyle gift stores, um, those large garden nursery gift stores, um, news agencies, pharmacies, you know, so those those stores were allowed to continue to trade and and traded very well, which was good. But yeah. you know, there were others that had to have their doors closed. So we, you know, that sort of section of the business slowed while we saw an increase in online sales, um, mm. as probably everybody did, yeah, you know, that, that sells a product. <laughs> that yeah. was how it had to be done. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So, that yeah, we just saw changes and, and fluctuations in where sales were growing and where sales weren't growing as quickly as they were, once were. So mm. just work through it and, you know change tax slightly and then, you know, as to where your marketing is or, or whatnot, then then go back to the way it was sort of thing. Mm. I think that there's such good lessons for business owners because, and COVID, that was just something that, um, I don't know, we none of us buddy knew what was going to happen. And, no. and, and you had to you had to think on your feet, but, and yep. many went under, but the ones that didn't, well, you know, found a way to continue, but... Um, yep. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about COVID because it's just, you know, I don't have any answers. It was just, no, yeah, it's exactly. just like yep. some made it, some didn't. It's just, yep. you know, just, it just just was, I think. Yep. So this, I'm interested in this Christmas box, this 12 days of Christmas. Is, is that, can you get that online or is that in stores yes. as well? And, yep, it's in our retailers um, and, and online via our website. 
Um, so that's there as well as our other limited edition Christmas candle and reed diffuser that we uh, released in October as well. And and you've also got a shop in sales. So are, are all the products that are available in other retail sh- stores available in your shop in sale? In your- yes. So you can come our factories at 112 York Street sale. Um, you can come and visit us here. This is our head office, uh, our factory. Um, we make everything here in the building. Yeah. And, um, yes, we have a, a store out the front and display where all our items, all our units are, are here, um, obviously because we have them in stock for our retailers. So we've got all the units, whereas um, a lot of the retailers won't carry every item. They might might carry all our product lines, you know, whether it be candles, hand creams, body lotions, reed diffusers, etc. Um, but they won't carry every fragrance in them um, yeah. because we do have quite a range at the moment. Yeah. We've got, we've got 29 or 30 out there and that's not counting the Christmas pack with the 12 different ones in it so yeah there's a lot to choose from um but yeah you can come here and visit us and meet us and see where it's made well I'm having a little bit of a space a space issue in my head because and not 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 the planetary space issue but you know like I don't know it's only it only seems like a small um I'll call it a factory, but a small, a small pl- place. But how the hell do you make all the stuff in there and store everything in it? Yeah, it doesn't uh, seem very big. <laughs> if you looked in here, you might get a bit of a shock. Yeah, we are a little <laughs> bit prepped for room at the moment. Um, just because it's such a busy time of year, we're obviously carrying higher volumes of, of packaging or raw materials or whatever it is to. Yeah, and got more made on the shelves in in the in the factory to be just because it's busier. So, um, yeah, the building's quite long. Um, the the shop front is probably quite small compared to the rest of the building, which is where you would have seen. Yeah. Um, and then there's you know storerooms, and then a, a great big long room on one side that where everything's made, and yeah, with a bit of storage in the shed out the back and. You know, it's still got me things to still got me buggered because I know I only came into the into the office bit, you know, but into the showroom bit. But I still drive past there every day and think, Jesus, that's not a very big place. I don't know. They must yeah, be working I, the, on the building's about. It sort of shocks people. I don't know. It's like twenty six or eight meters long. So one half of it wow. is probably. Oh, I've never measured it across that way, but it's probably seven or eight meters by the. And so that whole room is, you know, lined with either racking or stainless steel benches and equipment, yeah, etc. To be making. Oh, it I'm still, I'm still having a, a, a you know, I was going to say mind fuck, but we won't say that. But I'm still, my brain still, <laughs> still not, I still not getting. But I tell you what, I have have realised is that I was just saying last night to my partner, I've still got to get you something else. And I'm not quite sure. And I'm going to don't. Don't spoil the secret. I'm going to get the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, If anybody anybody hears this, because I'm going to make sure this goes up this weekend so people have still got time to quickly buy themselves a uh, Scarlet and Gross product, please don't tell. Do not dob on what what I'm getting for Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So um, where to from here? What do you you think? Well, yeah, Um, it's all, yeah, been very exciting for us. 
we were we at four years so with products on the shelves. Um, we've probably been wholesaling into New Zealand or exporting and wholesaling in New Zealand for about two years. Wow. Um, 18 months to two years. The UK and Ireland, um, we now have products landed over there, um, samples with our sales agents, and um, wow. um, we should ha- we're hoping to have product on retailer shelves in the UK and Ireland March, April coming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had to go. That's been a long process. We've already been, oh, it'll be basic, it'll be 18 months, I think, um, by the time a product lands on a retailer's shelf over there. Uh, there's some extra regulations over there for, you know, imported products being coming from Australian made to the UK yeah. um, on, on body lotions, hand creams, etc on the body care products. So we had to go through extensive microbiology and stability testing, which takes months um, to to have our products pass, which they all did with flying colours. We were never worried about that. It was just that it's a a slow process. Um, You know, we've got some people over there, some our sales team and advisors that wanted to you know, the packaging we had had been on the marketplace for a few years and, and we decided that it was time for an update. So we've released all new packaging, which you can find at our retailers in Australia or here at our head office at York Street. Yeah. Um, at some point, the IT guys will get it all loaded on the website, <laughs> <laughs> available to buy because it, it is, a, it, you know, we've gone with new logos um, for our company, um, yeah, new designs on all the all our range. Um, in that the signature range in what yep. you can see on the website is the black and gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, packaging it and jars. Um, so we've added a bit, a little bit of colour to that range while still being black. Um, yep. and it's come out really, really good. Everyone's really happy with it, and everyone's oh, seen cool. a, an increase in sales. So, um, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, all their retailers have. Yeah, everything's that's really. The marketplace seems to be loving it. Um, so, yeah, so in the next few months, it'll be the UK making sure that yeah. that kicks off. Um, we have plans once the UK market is is up and running properly and so probably a further 12 to 18 months after products hit shelves there, um, we would move further into Europe, probably starting with France. Yeah. Um you know, that's on the larger scale. On the smaller scale, we'll continue to release new products, new fragrances. Um, you know, there's always plans for, especially in the body care yeah. um, space, for some new products there. Um, you know, we do a liquid wash, a goat's milk liquid wash, uh, body lotion and a hand cream, but we, you know, there's plans to expand that range next year or later next year. Um and and probably even at some point release some men's products. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, sky's so, the limit, really, isn't it? It's some. Um, yeah. Oh, there's all. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can always yeah add a fragrance or a product and yeah. and just it just takes some time with some testing and perfection to yeah to make sure it's right first. Oh, well, I love it. I'm a coconut lime person, but um, that's yes. that's my kind of um. You know, I was I was. 
thinking when you said that that everybody's got a preferred and I thought no this never crossed my mind before like like you know I have friends who go oh yuck that's awful a friend who hates vanilla and I'm like I don't understand why she hates vanilla <laughs> I love vanilla you know but I love that oh anyway I love that stuff um and and by the way I've got to tell everyone that I've kind of snagged James we're going to keep this interview a bit shorter than others because uh James is is sort of dropped into in the middle of Christmas rush, Christmas packaging, trying to get everything ready. But I wanted to I wanted to jam this one in here because I do want to um you know give, give people the opportunity to to get that last minute Christmas gift and go and get a Scarlet and Grace thing. But I do have a couple more things I just want to ask you, James, what were you doing before you did this? Like what career did you have? Um I yeah I've been in either managing or owning businesses since I left school. Yes. So, uh, um, I, you know, we had experience in that space before we just went and started a business and yeah. made a product. And um, so I left school. My family um, bought a Red Rooster franchise yeah. uh, and opened a new one. Um, and I managed that from when I, you know, left school to, until we sold the business a few years later. Um, After that, my family actually had retail clothing stores. Yeah. Um, Had a couple of them. So I I just did accounts, you know, stock controls, marketing, things like that. Um, I I did commerce at uni but didn't actually finish because it was also very busy trying to manage businesses at the time. Um, And then the clothing stores my family still have to this day after uh, 20 or 21 years in in that that business of retail so yeah we had experience there and and that's what I've done all the way along for the last uh, 19 years or something so it wasn't that big a jump then I was kind of imagining you know you were a builder or something and then you said I'm gonna go off and make candles (laughs) (laughs) no I yeah no I had experience in the business space um my brother and sister-in-law are both accountants by trade. Yeah, you know, previous. So that's that's handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we had experience, and, and yeah, I mean, anyone that wants to start a business, if you don't have experience in those areas, every business needs accounting service or marketing and management services. Yeah, get someone to help you. Yeah, because you can't be an expert in every field. Uh, I mean. We employ marketing guys or they subcontract to us now because yes. sales and marketing, that's, you know, sales is, is the game. Yeah. Yes, we make a wonderful product, but unless we sell that product, the business doesn't survive. So, yeah. um, you know, we have a team of sales agents around Australia and New Zealand and now in the UK to help. Yeah. You know, as we've grown, we didn't have those at the start. It was just us. But, yeah, you've always got to get some people around you to help you as well. But, that know what they're doing in that field. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't start businesses because they're like, I don't know how, you know, I don't know all that stuff, but take the first step because there's, you know. Take the jump, ask some questions, ask a friend that maybe has one, just how do I do do this? What's the first step? Um, What do I need to do? Get, you know, there's always some friends or family or someone you know or or a business you shop in that, you might be able to just ask them a few simple questions and at least be pointed in the right direction to get yeah. the assistance that you may need to start it. 
Yeah. And it, and it's better to do that than not do it because, you know, you'll yeah. live with regret for the rest of your life. Like, oh, I wish I had have opened that lolly shop. Oh, I wish I had have, you know, whatever. And, and it's kind of then you, you'll never know if you don't have a go. And if you and if, it, if you have a go and it doesn't work, it's not a failure. It's a kind of like, well, that bit didn't work, so how can I adjust it and do something else or do it a little differently? Exactly. Yeah. Learn learn from those those errors. It's all learning and you'll get better next time you do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, some people would see it as you do have something to lose, but I've always seen it as you don't really have anything to lose. Like yeah. Get out and have a go and, yeah. and see what happens. Work yeah, and I think that too, and I think even your personal growth is a gain. It's not a loss, you know. To, yeah, to, that's yeah. To grow personally, and yeah, and don't go into business thinking that you, you know, it's going to be easy. No. It's, not, <laughs> it's not easy. Um, it may eventually one day be easy, mm. but starting a new business or buying a, a business, whatever it is, is going to be hard work. Yeah. Um, you're probably going to have to put in long hours. Yep. Yeah. Until you've got it to a point where you don't. But who knows when that point is? Yeah, I agree. And I think now's a perfect time because there's so many jobs out there. And you can oh. use that as your fallback plan B, you know, because I, I, I keep saying to people, look, start your business on Saturdays or, or just start working four days. Yeah. Do your business on a Friday or whatever it is. And or jump in if you can, if you've got a little bit of financial backing, you know, like you've got 20 yes. grand sitting in the back that's gonna bank that's gonna get you through a little bit because if it doesn't work for some reason, there are so many jobs. You can always go back to the type of job you're already doing. Like there's so many jobs out there at the moment and it, yep. it's they're desperately looking for people. So there's always something to fall back to and then you can recalibrate and then have another crack, do you, you know. And yeah, exactly. Yes, for sure. It's a perfect time, um, you know, and you never know if you don't have a go. No. You never if do. you want to do it, and you don't have to, as you say, you don't have to jump in with both feet straight away. Yeah. Start it, do it at night time, do it on the Saturdays, do it on your day off, whatever that is, you know. Yep. If you're interested and want to do something, then have a go, start it off, see where it leads to, um, but work hard at it if that's your goal is to, you know, just do that business or, or whatever it is, don't. Don't mess around with it. Still work hard at it, even though you may have to go to work Monday to Friday. Yeah. Um, and then at some point you'll be able to hopefully move across to only run your own business. Yeah. I think people have to be prepared for that first one or two years to be double-footed, <laughs> wing-walking a foot in each camp and just yep. really, really work your ass to the bone. But it's, um, you know, and and the rewards come out at the other end, but it's it's not yeah. a it's not a walk in the park, and it's not a, a you know a unicorn unicorn sparkles that you know, suddenly everything's going to be okay. And I think that's the reality that people have to, yeah. You know, do I really want this or or don't I? Because if I do, I've really got to I've got to work hard to make it happen. So. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> well, thank you, James. I've absolutely loved this conversation with you, and um, I'm coming down to get don't tell. I'm coming down to get the Christmas pack. <laughs> So oh, I'll, I'll see you sometime today. But <laughs> yep, I'll see you soon then. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. So then thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you? Um, obviously via our website, um, scarletandgrace.com.au and Scarlet spelled with one T, not two. Yeah. Um, or, you, you know, we have probably 200 retailers around Australia and New Zealand currently, so you can find our products there. Um, 
in every state, capital city, etc. Um, and right throughout Gippsland, we have a lot of amazing retailers, um, you know, from Albost right back through to Pakenham and South Gippsland. Um, or you can visit us at our head office, 112 York Street in Sale, um, which is, as I said earlier, where we make everything and, and ship all our orders from to our wonderful retailers. So, yep. yeah. And you've got uh, Facebook and Insta as well. So I'm going to put all of those in the show notes. and um, Yes. And and encourage people to go get a, something from you for Christmas because what a perfect little, if you haven't got that last gift, by God, that's where you've got to go. Yeah, I mean, our, it is. And our retailers, um, you know, we make products that retail at somewhere between $20 and $50. Yep. Um, yes, there's some dearer gift sets and things, but our individual products are retail about twenty to fifty dollars. So it's not there's a range of items right through there, twenty five, thirty, you know, thirty five dollar items that you yep. can yeah buy as gifts. So yeah, and, and they do make a good gift. They do make a good gift, and they're beautiful. And everyone in the room, if you go to a Christmas party and someone gets one of these gifts, it'd be like. What's that smell? I want, yeah. ah, what's that beautiful smell? <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me, James. I um, wish you a prosperous Christmas and you no know worries. all the success for next next year. But anyway, I'll be down in. I'll be down before lunch to come and grab that pack. Yep. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thank. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks, Eve's James. See ya. See you soon. Thanks. Bye. Oh, guys, I'm absolutely serious. If you haven't had yourself a Scarlet and Grace candle or diffuser or hand cream or any of the other products they sell, oh, wow, you've got to get one, at least one, if not more, because, and I also think that once you get one, you're actually, you actually get a bit hooked because, um, like I said, the smell is, you, you can smell it through the house, but it's the most subtle, beautiful smell. And, and when James is talking about clean, it, it does smell clean. It doesn't smell chemical. And it, it, they the products are beautiful. The candles burn beautifully well. I tell you what, absolutely wonderful. I am going down to his shop because, well, luckily for me, I'm in the same town and I am going to buy one of those little Christmas packs for my partner for Christmas. And do not tell if you're listening to this um this is going to come out on Friday before Christmas, so there's a few days for you to dibba-dobba, so please don't do that to me. And I really hope you've loved that, and please, please, please go get them. A really great idea for that last-minute gift. You're thinking, what the hell? I don't know what to get so-and-so. Get one. So I hope you've loved that um, episode, and there's a few good uh, business tips in there as well for you. That's it for me. I'm going. Um, thank you again for joining me every single week. I absolutely love it. And I'll see you again next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com. Tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.